Hello and welcome to Food for Your Soul Inspirational. This is where we share the word of God to encourage the body of Christ to build upon the kingdom of God that is within us. I just want to go to Luke 2, if my baby girl allowed me here. <laughs> okay, because she's keeping grandma company today. All right, so Luke 20, um, starting at verse 9. Then began he to speak to the people in parables. A certain man planted a vineyard and let it forth to the husbandmen and went into a far country for a long time. And at and at this season, he sent a servant. You okay? Okay, sorry about that. And at the season... He sent a servant up to the husbandman, and they should give him the fruits of the vineyard. But the husbandman beat him and sent him away empty. And again, he sent another servant, and they beat him also and treated him with shame, treated him shamefully and sent him away empty. And again, he sent the third one, and they wounded him also and cast him out. Amen. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 13 says, then said the Lord of the vineyard. Then said the Lord of the vineyard. What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. It may be. They will reverence him when they see him. But when the husbandmen saw him, they reasoned among themselves saying, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him, that the inheritance may be ours. So they cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. Okay. So just kind of wanted to break this down a little bit. Um, Jesus tells, okay, if we look up a little bit farther, you know, they, they want to know what was his authority. You know, Jesus told of his authority on what authority he had. Okay, so Luke 20 and 9, uh, talking about the parable. God is the owner of the vineyard, okay? Because it said a certain man planted a vineyard and let it forth to the husbandman. So God is the owner of the vineyard. The vineyard is Israel. It's the kingdom, the kingdom of God, the it is it is what um Jesus stood for. Amen. The kingdom of God is what Jesus stood for. Okay? The husbandmen were the religious leaders. Because he said, and at that season he sent unto his servants, he sent a servant to the husbandmen. Many a times um God sent his prophets. And his priest to the husbandmen, the religious leaders, and they stoned them and they um, rejected them. Right. But God sent his son, the Messiah, Jesus, our Lord. Amen. He sent he sent Jesus. 
and they, and as he sent his son, it says here that they killed him. They cast him out of the vineyard and they killed him. But then if we read on down, it talks about God giving the vineyard over. to others right okay so let's read it it says and he beheld them and said what is this then is written the stone wait a minute here we go i'm sorry let me go up a little bit more what therefore shall the lord of the vineyard do to them unto them he shall come and destroy these husbandmen and shall give the vineyard to others. Who are the others that he's talking of? The others is us. The, if you're not a Jew, you're a Gentile, right? So he gave he gave it over unto us. This is where Jesus gets his authority from. Because they asked him, where do he, where do he get his authority, right? So Jesus said to them, he, he says right here, okay, so that's in 20. It says, tell us by what authority do you do these things? And who is he that gave you this authority, Right? And he answered and said unto them, I will also ask you one thing and answer me. The baptism of John, was it from heaven or of men? So then they reasoned with themselves. And then they began to talk. They didn't want to say one thing or the other because they knew they were wrong. And then they were scared that uh, if they spoke against John, which was one of God's prophets, the people would definitely stone him, them. So they were scared of that. So basically what this is saying is that Jesus answered their question on what authority he had. And he also let them know that he knew about their plan in their plot to kill him. So these Pharisees understood that parable very well. They knew. So if we go down a little farther, I just want to hit on this just a little bit. Uh, 20 and 17 talks about the, the stone, um, the stone being Jesus, right? And in 2018, if, if you read through that, it also talks about it says, but on whosoever it shall fall, it will grind him to powder. Amen. So if basically what Jesus was saying, that if he would fall on them, if they will allow him to fall on them, they will be grinded to powder, which meaning they will be humble. They would, their hearts wouldn't be, wouldn't be hardened. They wouldn't, their pride will be broken, right? He talked about um, 
being broken. Amen. So God uses those who have been broken, their hearts and their pride. Um, Jesus uses those ones. But Jesus also, in the same token, was also given a double warning about those that would stumble. Right? That would stumble over that stone. If they stumble over him. So he talked about them when the stone fall on them. And then he talked about when they stumble over him. Right? What would happen when he, when they stumble, when uh, they would stumble over him? Basically, what he's saying is if they do not submit to him, uh, they will be crushed. They will be broken. Because if we look up here, he talked about destroying them. Right? He talked about destroying them. Because they rejected him and did not believe. So he talked about um, them being destroyed. Because he said, what would the husband man do? 16 says, he shall come and destroy these husband men. Right? So it's really what I got out of this is basically just making a decision. You know, it's making a decision. It's like. Either you're going to be broken by him, right? Or either you're going to be crushed by him. Broken or crushed, right? Broken or crushed. So basically what God is saying is that he has done all. He's done his part. And I, and I sat here as I understood that. And as I, I continue to um, allow the Holy Spirit to really um, give me the understanding and, and I received the understanding that, that the Holy Spirit was giving me, as I, I understood it very well, that we have to be broken. We have to be broken. We cannot stumble over Jesus. We cannot stumble over him. That means we cannot make we cannot make it like his way is a stumbling block before us because it's not. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. He is the light of the world. So I just thank God that I am renewed in my mind this morning, uh, this afternoon. I am I am really, really renewed. And this is what has to take place on a daily basis. We have to renew our mind in the word of God, because if we don't, we will forget. Even those ones who are because he said, even my very elect will be deceived. We have to make sure that we are being renewed and we are renewing our mind daily about the word of God, because and in the word of God, because we need his word to re, to dwell in us richly. Amen. Have a blessed, blessed, prosperous day, y'all. Please, 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 please. Tell somebody about Jesus. Share your testimony with somebody. And have a blessed, prosperous day.
Hello, hello, and welcome, welcome to Food for Your Soul Inspirational. This is where we share the word of God to encourage the body of Christ, to build upon the kingdom of God that is within us. Today, I have been um, in a fight, okay? So this this um episode is going to be called stay in the fights stay in the fight because as you know we have an adversary and the enemy does not want us to continue in the things that we know that God has instructed us to um continuing right so we have to make sure that we are guarding um ourselves amen so stay in the fight and return to god so sometimes we as christians as followers of christ we kind of drift away Right, we sometimes drift away from the things of God, things like reading our Bibles, praying, really seeking God. Right, we have to first realize that there is something off, there's something off about some things, like I'm not. Hearing God like I used to hear him. I'm not hearing him like I used to hear him before. Then we begin to look over our life and say, you know, lately I have not been doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I haven't been in my word the way I was like I'm supposed to like really you know, I've been being distracted by different things, no matter what the distraction is. You know, the distraction comes to steal away time that we're supposed to be spending either in prayer or either in reading our word. So we we have to make sure that we are governing what God has given us to do. Everything else really can wait. Everything else can wait. When it comes to doing what God has put on your heart to do. Now, I know that what God has put on my heart to do will probably not look like the same as he may have put on another person's heart. Because you know... Well, this is things that we're supposed to do anyway. But I'm just saying, you know, God sometimes put it to his chosen ones. You know, the ones that... Or it could just be that season where he really wants us to um, dig deep, right? And really um, get into these and really put some, um, you know, put some things in perspective in our lives, Okay. So, yeah, we can be praying, you know, 
throughout the day in our in our mind, you know, as we go along the day. But are we setting time to really study the word of God? There's a difference. Or are we setting time out, laying on our face before the Lord in prayer? I'm talking about taking time out, not just on the go, right? Um, so I've noticed some things, you know, even with, with me, I've noticed that I get distracted sometimes and that's what, that's what brought this word right now, because I had to do some soul searching and some, and some resetting and some (laughs) refreshing, you know, some things that I needed to, um, notice so then again you start to notice things that you're no longer hearing from God your joy is just not the way it used to be you know um you you realize that you're not producing the spiritual fruit um like you was before so you starting to notice some things have changed so you like wait a minute no, I need to get back to God. I need to get before him. I need to get in his word. I need to to let his word refresh me and renew me. And then I need to also do some other things too as well. So when I start thinking about the spiritual gifts, you know, the spiritual uh, fruit, it began to remind me of what the word of God says in Second Chronicles 7. 13 and 14 and it says when I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain or command locusts to devour the land and to send a plague among my people if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways Then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. See, as you read the word of God, it really speaks to you. It's just dead in your face, like boom. (laughs) And so that's exactly what the word of God is supposed to do. When you read the word of God, it really supposed to bring conviction, you know, And, and, and it does. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because it needs to do that. It's it that's necessary. So in this word is saying, when I shut up the heavens, that means seeking me while I may be found. Before he shut up the heavens and there be no rain, he will not rain down. Like I was saying before, you know, when you notice that you're not hearing from God like you used to. You notice that you're not, you know, you're not experiencing his presence the way you used to. That's letting you know something is off. Amen. And those things need to be paid attention to. We can't keep going through and like, okay, reading the word here and there and 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 this and that, but not getting into it you know, into the word. He said, 
study to show yourself approved. That means study, 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 study. Amen. So when we notice these things, when we notice these things, it is time to return to God. It is time to go to the Father. Because he is our source. And he will reestablish, reestablish us. He will reestablish our, our fellowship with him. Because we are followers of Christ. We're not just Christians. We're Christians that are followers of Christ. We're not just a, a regular old Christian. Oh, yeah, I believe that's it. No. This is for those ones that are called and are real followers of Christ. I'm talking about followers, not just Christians, but Christians that are followers of Christ. Then God is calling us to a certain thing. Amen. So there are there are three steps, okay? To there's more than three, but I'm just going to bring three. There's three steps that I have taken. And that I want to share with you because I can't come talking about something. <clears throat> excuse me. I can't come talking about something that I have not done myself and that I have not experienced myself. Amen. So these are three steps that I have I had to take. Amen. And the first step was realizing that there was a lack. Realizing. And acknowledging that something was not, something was off. Something was not right. Not kept going on when you know in the back of your mind, when the Holy Spirit is in the back of you and it's just like, hey, you know, ding, 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 pay attention here. Because something, you, you are being distracted. You are, you're going, you're doing this, doing that. Don't, you're not staying the course. And this is the course. Prayer, seeking God's face. Reading God's word, studying his word, not just reading his word, but studying his word, letting his word speak to us. That's the way God speaks. He speaks to us oftentimes by using his word. So realizing that there is a lack in that. A lack in your prayer, seeking his face, studying God's word, and not to... Uh, forget repentance. So that's basically what you're doing when you're realizing it. Then you begin to repent of it. And you begin to ask God to forgive you and to reestablish what have, have uh, kind of did, you know, kind of got away a little bit okay all right where you have gotten distracted okay so Zechariah 1 and 3 it says return to me declare the Lord Almighty and I will return to you said the Lord Almighty Zechariah 1 and 3 the Lord has told us to return to him. 
when you see these things, when you're looking over your life and you're like, wait a minute, something that, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I love the Lord and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm reading his word. I know his word, his word is in my heart, but am I staying the course? So the Lord said, return to me and I will return to you. Amen. Glory to God. Return to God and he will return to you. Chronicles 15 and 2 says, The Lord is with you when you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Now, this is in Second Chronicles 15 and 2. So, we can't be deceived that Okay, the Lord will never forsake me. He was, but if we forsake Him, then what? We forsake Him when we walk away, and we go doing this and doing that and doing this and doing that, and everything seems to be more important than what we know that's important to do, and that is to make sure that we stand before the Lord, making sure that our peace is there. Because if we keep our mind on Jesus, he will keep us in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on him. So we have to continue to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. We have to continue every day, daily, to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. Because we have to remember the enemy come to steal, kill, and destroy. And he wants to take from you. He wants to steal from you. And I'll share my testimony uh, at another date um, about some things that I experienced. Um, that I, I, it's some things that I talk about, then there's some things that I don't. But if God, if the Holy Spirit leads me to, to share that, I will share it here on my podcast. Um, but we have to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. Let's go to one more scripture. Ephesians 4 and 23. That is it. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Is um, Ephesians 4 and 23. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And Chronicles 15 and 2 tells us that if we. If we seek him. He will be found of us. But if we forsake him, he will forsake us. And that's so true. So we got to make sure that we do not forsake the Lord. That we are staying close to him. Under his wings shall we abide. Under the shadows of the almighty God. Amen. Have a blessed, blessed, prosperous day. And remember to share God's word. Share this, t- share this podcast and be a blessing. Repent, reset, refocus, readjust, reposition, 
and restart. Stay in the fight. John 14 and 26. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Luke 10, 19 and 20. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing by any means shall hurt you, notwithstanding in the rejoice, not the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Romans 8, 31. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Remember, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And Jesus said that no one can take away what he has given unto us. Luke 17, 21. Neither shall they say, lo here or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. So we have to remember that the kingdom of God is within us. No one can take away or pluck you out of the father's hand. Jesus said it. Father, who you have given unto me. Let not one be plucked out of your hand. The spirit of God and the spirit of the Antichrist. Beloved. Believe not every spirit, but try the spirit, whether they be of God, because many false prophets are gone into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that the spirit that the Jesus Christ is come unto the in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist. Therefore ye have heard that it shall come. And even now already it has begun in the world. Ye are of God little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. First John 4 through 3. Hello, hello, and welcome back. Welcome back to Food for Your Soul, Inspirational. I just wanted to come on and give an encouraging word on today. Um, the word of God is very encouraging to us, to our walk with God and how we uh, walk and, and, and keep his word in our hearts. 
um, we should always, always give God back his word because he loves to hear us speak his word. As we notice, everything that ever happened in the earth was spoken. Amen. And so God spoke a word and it was so. So we are of God and we were made in his image. And therefore, when we speak, our words have power. And God gave us the word to speak. And so we are to open our mouth up and speak his word every single day of our lives because we were created by God's word. Amen. So Psalms 135 says, I wait for the Lord. My soul do wait. And in his word do I hope. In his word do I hope. Glory to God. Ephesians 4 and 23 says, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. God is 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 want us to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. He wants us to be renewed by his word. He wants us to speak his word and our mind shall regulate. It shall regulate the word of God and we shall speak it into the earth. Amen. Glory to God and in the atmosphere. The atmosphere shall change when the word of God is spoken. Glorified when it is glorified, when his word is spoken and when it is glorified. Psalms 119 and 130 says, The entrance of your word give light, it gives understanding to the simple. Glory to God. It gives understanding to the simple. Glory to God. God's word is powerful. God's word is unstoppable. Amen. Because God says, when my word go forth, it shall go out and it shall accomplish what I have sent it to accomplish and it will not return it to me void. Amen. So Psalms 119 and 140 says, thy word is very pure. Therefore do thy servants love it. This is why we love the word of God. This is why we have to fall in love with the word of God. Why? Because Jesus said, if, if my word abide in you and you abide in my word, there is nothing that you cannot do with when the word is in you. When Jesus is in you, there is nothing that you can do. But when the word is not in you, everything is impossible for you. You cannot do nothing without him. Amen. Glory to God. So Psalms 91 and 1 says, He that dwelleth in the secret places of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. Hallelujah. He who dwelleth in the secret places of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. When we are standing the word of God, we are abiding in the shadows of the Almighty God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Again, John 15 and 4 says, Abide in me and I abide in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abide in the vine. He said, neither can you unless you abide in me. Glory to God. God says, abide in my son. Abide in us. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is as one. There is no separating him. Amen. There is no separating him. There's no separating the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Why? Because they are one. They are one. And I don't care who cannot wrap their little mind around the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit being one. It is what it is. He is one. He is one. 
Amen. And, 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 and the way to be one is to come on one accord. When you so much of one accord, then you become one. Amen. And that's the way God has um, orchestrated everything to be for one, for it to be for everything to come on one accord. Even when marriage, he said to become one, you know, because he said you have to be in agreement. How can two walk together unless they agree? The word of God says so we have to become on one accord, one accord when it comes to the word of God. Amen. We have to come on one accord when it comes to the word of God. God's word is not divided into different, uh, different goes this way, that way. God's word comes together as one. He brings it into submission. Amen. He brings into submission. Amen. His word. Glory to God. Romans 8 and 28 says, and we know that all things work together for the good of them who love God. To them who are called according to his purpose. Now, with, with, with God's word, we have to make sure that we are taking his word and believing his word and decreeing, declaring his word over our lives. Amen. When we read this Romans 8 and 28, and we know, it, you got to know what you know, what you know, what you know. You got to know it. Amen. That all things are working together for your good. Why? Because you love the Lord. Because you love the Lord, that's why all things are working together for your good. And you are called according to his purpose. You are called according to his purpose. How can nothing go good for you? Things are going to always go good for, for us. Amen. As the body of Christ, as, as the true body of Christ. Amen. If we line up with God's word, we shall overcome every obstacle. Glory to God. And this is my last scripture I want to leave you with. Psalms 31 and 24 says, Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. Amen. All ye who hope in the Lord. Our hope is in the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit as one. Our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Our hope is in everything that we um believe God for uh and, and not in it's in hope it's in him it's in the Lord amen our hope is in the Lord that he will um continue to carry us along the way amen he will carry us along the way so have a blessed blessed prosperous day in the Lord and remember to keep God's word on your mind. Speak his word, speak his word, speak his word. Continue to speak his word, believe his word. Live his word, amen. And have a blessed, peaceful life. Hello, hello, and welcome to Food for Your Soul Inspirational. This is where we share the word of God to encourage the body of Christ to build upon the foundation of the kingdom of God that is within us. I am coming to share just a word of encouragement. Um, and again, as I am encouraging you, I am also encouraging myself. Just about, you know, really renewing your mind and keeping your mind stayed on Jesus so that you can and I can continue to live in peace. 
you know, Jesus said it. He said, my peace I leave with you. Not as the world has given you peace, but I give you peace. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid, for I have overcome. So Jesus was letting us know that as long as we have our mind stayed on him, as long as we are continuing to renew our mind daily, then we will be in peace. Even when chaos is broken out all around us, we can still be in peace. Because Jesus, the power of of Jesus and what he brings to our life, we can be able to have the peace that we need to continue on. Um, I wanted to bring here a scripture um, and it's, it's, I'm coming from Romans 12, Romans 12 and 16. Um, yes, Romans 12 and 16. Let me get that. It says, be of the same mind, one towards another. Mind not high things. But he said for us to be men of low estate. Be not wise in conceit. Uh, be not wise in your own conceit. That's what he says. Be not wise in your own conceit. Now, a lot of us don't realize that we may be uh being wise in our own conceit because sometimes we can think we know so much and don't know nothing. Sometimes we can think that we hire, like he said, be of, be of men of low estate, meaning keep yourself humble under the mighty hand of God. Keep yourself humble. Keep your mind state on Jesus and live a simple, peaceful life. And it is possible. It is very possible. Um, let's see. Um, I also wanted to read. Okay. 18. Okay. Well, let's, let's go. Okay. Yeah. Let's go to 18. If it be possible... As much as lieth in you, live peaceable with all men. Live peaceable with all men. Let your peace consume you. Let them see the peace that is on your life and live with peace. You know, live with peace so that they can see the peace on your life and they would want that peace as well. Have you ever noticed something on someone and, and, and really admire them you really admire them because they may have you know they may live this peaceful life or they may live their life in a certain way that you you say wow that's encouraging I would love to live that way so we are to live 
as possible. Uh, it says, if it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceful with all men. So we are to renew our mind with the word of God daily on a very consistent basis. You know, we are to always fill our mind with good things. You know, the word of God also told us, he said, think on these things, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are true, and so forth and so forth. We are to make sure that we are feeding our mind, our heart, which is the mind, our heart, the word of God on a daily basis. And that's what keeps us in perfect peace with all men. That will definitely help us. Um, before my feet hit the, the, the floor in the morning, I am making sure that I am praying and that I am getting some words in my in my in my spirit that I'm reading the word or I'm listening to the word or I'm receiving I'm receiving the word of God in my life and I re, I even um know once you have done this for so long you will know if you if you you know if you kind of like feel like like running low <laughs> You know, you can recharge and get more. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I know I need to read my Bible because I haven't read in a couple of days. Or I know that I need to, you know what I'm saying, be prayerful. You know what I'm saying? Every day. I know that I need to make sure that I am being prayerful. So that's, that's how we renew our mind. It's just thinking of the things of God. It's just really just thinking of the things of God. Amen. Glory to God. There was another. I don't have my. I'm actually. I don't have my. Oh, okay. So. Let, uh, I wanted to also talk a little bit about. And this is a part of of it but this is a lot of this is uh, believers living you know Christian leader how you should live as a follower of Christ right how you should live as a Christian that is a follower of Christ um, Romans 12 and 1 says it very well because this is what it's going to take it says I beseech you therefore brother by the mercies of God that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Right? So he's saying, he's telling you, to present yourselves, your, your bodies as a living sacrifice. We have to sacrifice in order to live in God's will. If you're seeking God's will for your life, just know that there, you cannot seek God's will for your life and not have to sacrifice. You have to sacrifice. 
And this, the Bible passage here is telling us that is our reasonable service. That is what we're supposed to be doing anyway. It's presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. We are to transform our mind. Transform our mind, renew our mind, again, with the word of God. And not take in the things of this world into our mind. We cannot do things the way the world does it. it it's just not going to work. Because <laughs> God is not coming on one accord with the way the, the world does. His way is his way. And the world's way is his, is their, you know, is, is their way. There's, there's a world kingdom and there's God's kingdom. It's like, which one? Because both of them, you just can't do both of them. They're just, it's just, you can't miss them both. It's just not, it, it, you know, you know, we would know that it's not right. Like, this just ain't, this just ain't right. <laughs> you know, so you don't want to live a double life. You don't want to live a double life. Um, um, it was something else I wanted to say about that. So yesterday I was, um, I was strolling through and I heard this song, right? So when I heard the song, it was like, oh, nice little beat. I'm like, oh, nice little beat. But once I started listening to the words of this song, I was like, oh, no, this is such a carnal-minded song. It was very carnal-minded. And being carnal-minded, is that's enmity against God. Being carnal-minded, that's against God. Because he told us not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind, which meaning we cannot be carnal minded and spiritual minded at the same time. So when I heard the song, I knew after I listened to the lyrics of this song, I knew that it was a carnal minded song. The song talked about, it, it basically made, <laughs> it made it sound like if you're a child of God, you're a victim. <laughs> That's exactly the picture that this song presented. And once I heard, I said, that song is so corner-minded. That is such a corner-minded song. It's a, it's, it's, and they call it gospel. They called it a gospel song. But see, if you was corner-minded, you would be like, oh yeah, this, this is really, you know, this is really reflecting on my life. This is, yeah, you know, but it was, it was, no, 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 no. Because everything that they said, I can find scriptures that's, that's coming against everything that they said in that song. I can get scripture for it. And everything that they said was not correct. We are not victims. You know, God don't have us down here and suffering and this and this and this and you know it was like the song was like you have us down here suffering um struggling trying to do what you want us to do god ain't got us down here struggling to do what he want us to do they saying that now i had to also i look back at that i said okay they're saying that because they don't have the word of god they don't have the understanding so this is the way they are viewing god 
they're viewing him because they don't have an understanding. They're leaning into their own understanding and they don't have an understanding of him. And that's why they see him in this way. They see him as a God that that um, got us down here struggling and trying to do what he want us to do. No, not at all. Because if we would just come in agreement what, what, what God's will is, we wouldn't struggle at all. It's not a struggle. It's not a struggle. It's a sacrifice. And that's exactly what we just um, read in the word of God. Sacrifice. Sacrifice in our body. So what I was thinking I, when I was listening to the song, I'm like, no. I said, because if they would just do what God told them to do, and go by the word of God and, and apply God's word to their lives, this song would not even be something that they would sing because they would think they would know that this is not a good song, that this is not the way things are. So they only singing about what they how they feel. So anyway, like I said, it's it's it wasn't a uh, uh, it was very corner minded song. But you really have to be careful. You know, you have to be careful with things that are coming against what the word of God says and listening to it and calling it, you know, gospel music or worship music or whatever, because there's a lot of stuff um, out here. And the Antichrist, this is what the Holy Spirit let me allow me to know. The Antichrist is coming through a lot of this stuff. It's coming through the music as, as, as hard as ever, the music. He's coming through any little crack he, he's going to come through. So you really got to be like ready to shut that door. Like, up, oh. <laughs> shut that door. He ain't coming in. So you really got to really be on it. You really got to be on it. You got to be equipped with the word of God. So that's going to be my next, um, probably going to be my next um, episode is being equipped. You know, how to be equipped. We have to be equipped. We have to be equipped. When the enemy comes with his sly, lying self, you can be able to know, oh, that's a lie. Your discernment will be so sharp. Oh, that's a lie. That ain't what the words say. Oh, that's a lie. You will know already. When he comes with his lies, you will already see the fruit. You will always see, you will see that his fruit is rotten that that is not the fruit of the spirit and that is it is a lie you will see that and then you could tell him to uh depart from you you know you liar depart from me you are a liar you know so you will know how to talk back to the enemy and you will know how to tell him no and you will know how to do those those things so again be blessed Share this podcast, be a blessing to someone else, and remember to keep God's word on your mind, speak his word in the atmosphere, and live a peaceful life. To God be all the glory, honor, and praise. Welcome to Food for Your Soul Inspirational. This is where we share the word of God to encourage the body of Christ, to build upon the kingdom of God that is within us. It is important for us to 
make sure that we are hearing the word of God. The word of God tells us faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We have to hear the word of God, but not only hear it, we have to continue to feed it unto our souls. Amen. So this is what we're doing today. We are feeding our soul the word of God. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Psalms 130 and 5 says, I wait for the Lord. My soul do wait, and in his word do I hope. My soul do wait, and in his word do I hope. Ephesians 4 and 23 says, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. We have to renew our mind daily with the word of God. Pray and ask God to wash our mind with his word. Amen. Wash us with his word. Glory to God. Psalms. 119 and 136, the entrance of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Psalms 119 and 140 says, thy word is very pure. Therefore, do thy servants love it. Psalms 191 and 91 and 1 says, he who dwells in the secret places of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. Amen. Glory to God. John 15 and 4 tells us, Abide in me, and I abide in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abide in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Romans 8 and 28 says, And we know that all things work together for the good of them, to them who are called according to his purpose. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, that to them who are called according to his purpose. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Psalms 31 and 24 says, be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. All ye who hope in the Lord. Philippians 4 and 6 says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. Let your requests be made known unto God. Glory to God. Philippians 4 and 13 tells us, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. James 2 and 26 says, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Galatians 6 and 8 says, 
For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap everlasting life. Life everlasting. Amen. Glory to God. That's what we're doing. We're sowing to the spirit. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. First Peter 5 and 6 says, Humble yourselves, therefore under the mighty hand of God, and he will exalt you in due season. Always remember John 10 and 10. The thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that they may have life and life more abundantly. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love. Hallelujah. Isaiah 26 and 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace. Who mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 18 and 19 says, Again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, that they shall ask and it shall be done. Hallelujah. This is the word of God. Hallelujah. He said, if any of you, two of you, touch and agree on earth, anything you ask, it shall be done. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Psalms 18 and 29. For by thee have I ran through a troop, and by my God have I leaped over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. Hallelujah. As for God, his way is perfect. No matter if we don't understand his ways. No matter if we do not understand his way. God's ways are perfect. His way is perfect. Hallelujah. It is perfect. Joel 2 and 12 says, Therefore also now, said the Lord, Turn ye even to me with all of your heart. And with all of your, with all fasting and with weeping and mourning, hallelujah, with weeping and mourning, hallelujah, Jesus said, turn unto me, hallelujah, glory to God. Proverbs 91 and 10 says, there shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, hallelujah. Hallelujah. There shall no evil befall you. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Glory to God. Proverbs 3 and 24 says, When thou layest down and sleep, and thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lay down and sleep, and thy sleep shall be sweet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You shall not be afraid. When you lay down and sleep in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. John 14 and 26 says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the father have sent in my name, he shall teach you all things 
and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever he hath said unto us. Glory to God, whatsoever he hath said unto us. Hallelujah. Psalms 119 and 45 says, I cry with my whole heart. Hallelujah. Hear me, O Lord. I will keep thy statutes. Psalms 128 and 1 says, Blessed is everyone that fears the Lord, that walk in his ways. Blessed is everyone that fears the Lord. Psalms 50 and 5 says, Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Hallelujah. Gather my saints unto me, together unto me. Those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Glory to God. Galatians 5 and 22. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Hallelujah. Thank you for the fruits of the spirit, my God. Thank you, Lord. Luke 10, 19 and 20 says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt you. Notwithstanding enjoy and rejoice, not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Amen. Thank you, Lord. God has given us power. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Romans 8 and 31 says, what shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Luke 17 and 21, neither shall they say low here or low there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within us. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God is within you. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. John 19 and 30, when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. He bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Acts 2 and 21 says, And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Acts 2 and 25. For David spoke concerning him. I foresaw the Lord always before my face. For he is on my right hand that I shall not be moved. Hallelujah. I shall not be moved. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Acts 2 and 27 and 28. And I have a star by this one. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Because thou will not leave my soul in hell. Neither will thy suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Thou hast made known me the way of life. 
Glory to God. You have made known unto me the ways of life. Thank you, Jesus, for making the ways known to me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Acts 2 and 32. This Jesus have God risen up, risen up, whereof we are all witnesses. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we have a testimony of him. Glory to God. We are witnesses. Hallelujah. That God has risen Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Romans 8 and 1. There is therefore no now. I'm sorry. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. There is no condemnation. There is no condemnation. We have to know this word. Romans 8 and 1, there is no condemnation. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, there is no condemnation. You repent and you keep it moving. You repent and be sorry for your sin and you keep it moving. There is no condemnation. You do not stay in sin. You do not stay there. Amen. You repent and you keep it moving. Glory to God. I I thank God. I thank the Lord for his word. We have to know his word. Never be ignorant to the word of God because it is power. Glory to God. It is power. Glory to God. Romans 8 and 4 says that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. That not walk after the flesh, but after the spirit. If we sit in our in, in, in condemnation, that is walking in the flesh. We are to walk in the spirit. Amen. Glory to God and speak God's word over our lives. Glory to God. Romans 8 and 5. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. You hear that? Glory to God. So we do not mind the things of the flesh, but we mind the things of the spirit. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We walk in the spirit, not in the flesh. We do not be carnal minded. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Philippians 3 and 10, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. Glory to God, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. Philippians 3 and 10. Glory to the name of the the name that is above all names. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. We thank you, Lord God, for your promises. We thank you for your love, your kindness, your tender mercies, Lord. We thank you for your word, Lord God, for we have taken your word, Lord God, and placed it in our hearts. Hallelujah. Shall dwell safely and securely in our hearts. Hallelujah. And out of our bellies shall flow rivers of living water. Father, we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We thank you for your word 
word, Lord God, for your word is, is pure. Your word do we love, Lord God. Hallelujah. Because it is truth. We love truth. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Everyone have a blessed, blessed, prosperous day in the Lord. And remember to keep God's word on your mind. Speak his word. Listen to his word. Hear his word. Speak his word. Hallelujah. Every day, every day, every minute, every hour, every time you think of him, speak his word. Hallelujah. And you may live in perfect peace. Hallelujah. Amen.